Point Hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. is going on people this is a rare fucking point hammered coming at you it's true it's true i believe you how you doing buddy Everyone else does jesus christ am i turns out you shouldn't start drinking at one in the afternoon (laughs) that's a weird thing because it's a weekday dude today is thursday october 3rd (laughs) 2013, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna fucking drive How this did bitch you manage home. Managed to start drinking so early. Nah, I had to bowl for this fucking work party, dude. So they bring us all out and they make us bowl. And you have the shitty part about it is, like, you have to go and act like you give the slightest bit of a fuck. Really? Uh, it's fucking painful, dude. Because I don't give a shit. Like, there's a couple cute fucking honeys there. Yeah. Nobody I'm really into, but, you know, nice to look at, fun to flirt with, whatever. But God damn it, man. Don't make me... Oh, you guys got a free half day today. No, we fucking didn't, dude. We had to come here and hang out with a bunch of goddamn fucking computer programmers all <laughs> afternoon, dude. And then when their girlfriends started showing up, they're like 350 fucking pounds. Nice. Is that who that was? So knowledgeable about Chicago area. That's who it was, dude. <laughs> yeah, I switched to this fucking... So if you guys fucking smoke, you should seriously consider the e-cig. I switched to the e-cig. You get... Number one, you get bong voice once in a while, which is great. And you still get a pretty solid nicotine buzz, but... Yeah, it seems like a decent deal from the non-smoker perspective. It even seems pretty decent. What uh, are we talking here for initial... Outlay and expenses to obtain this miracle of well, science. If you want to get a fucking throwaway, it's ten bucks. If you want to commit, it's like thirty-three bucks, and then you can just buy extra little fucking nicotine packs for the thing. Mm. Super solid though. I've barely smoked in the last week, which is fucking absurd. Tonight, yeah, I smoked a lot. I smoked this miserable little bastard a lot, but that's <laughs> ah, pretty solid. I recommend it. If you want to quit smoking, at least go buy the ten-dollar throwaway e-cig. It's a good fucking investment. Give it a shot. You never know. Bro. If you want to start smoking, is it a good investment on that yeah, front? Yeah, you could probably ease into it that way, dude. <laughs> That'd be solid. Like, you're not going to fucking not ease into it that way if you want a nicotine buzz. So uh, what have you been up to in the hobby, buddy? Oh, I've been working on this and that, Sean. The Gorkamorka campaign continues my friend i'm upset about this gorkamoko campaign dude i tried to get the legend to come out and play a 3000 point game against me this weekend uh, we're too busy we got the campaign going i think i got gorkamoko that day bro it's a pretty serious ordeal i've got a game lined up against them tomorrow <laughs> i can only play him on days that katie works so uh. it's very limited this will be our tiebreaker game. Oh. We're both tied at pretty much, I don't know, five wins. <laughs> we both defeated every game we've had against J-Jack and Burnaby. Well, and that's we, not... We played two games against <laughs> each other. We had a win and a loss, so this will this settle the early contention. But we did have a campaign game 
a few weeks ago where it was actually a day at the Barnaby's where I played. The way it's working is I'll play Legend in the off days, and then when we get together, I'll play J-Jack and Bear when we're all together. <laughs> and then those two can play you know, when we're not around. Yeah. Um, but I went well. They, my games against J-Jack and Barnaby are pretty uneventful. They're following a strategy of suffer minimum casualties and immediately run away <laughs> because the overwhelming might of the brobots, <laughs> the, junk, the junkyard bros. So I've been running into a problem where they're pretty much all converted, but I keep getting new equipment and upgrades and stuff. So I just, <laughs> instead of like painting them, I just keep giving them new upgrades and stuff. Uh. Like I had to add a wrecking ball to the kill cruiser. <laughs> Yeah. One of my. Did you actually convert that on your model? Yeah, you have to have everything converted on the model. <laughs> Not to make like a wrecking ball. So what it's going to be is like, because they're like robots, and the kill cruiser is like this weird half track that's like half orcish monstrosity, half like weird World War Two <laughs> like, tank, like Rolls Royce Jeep. thing, tank yeah. Jeep. <laughs> so I'm going to build like. A, like a Necron torso, like built directly into it. <laughs> so it's gonna be massive. Um, no, because the even the destroyer torsos aren't that big. Cause I made one. <laughs> I made a one of the robots has like a Necron destroyer torso, and he isn't that much bigger than like a regular guy. But he'd be like this weird Necron they put back together, and they didn't have enough bits to like create a full-fledged body for him so they just built him into the vehicle and he's permanently stuck there and he's got like one arm that's like this massive crane that <laughs> just fucking lobs these fucking wrecking ball attacks at vehicles that come close yeah. i'm about halfway done with that little guy but yeah i keep coming up with really really weird little <laughs> conversions mm. i keep making because i got the guys and then when you build up their stats, they get like more toughness and wounds and stuff. So I keep making like new versions to represent them. I got uh, I got an interjection. Really? I've been waiting to see some of this shit on the blog, like some kind of something to be able to refer to what the fuck you're talking about. But there's been nothing, dude. Well, I just keep upgrading them. Yeah. I want to put them up there when they're done, but they never get done. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting conundrum. Because I keep adding little bits and pieces to them. Mm, okay. So all you've been focused on is Gorkamorka then? As far as the miniatures go. So uh, are you going to Oktoberfest? I am not. You're not? Okay. Nor nor I. I got a wedding that day. I really wanted to go. There's a fucking primer for Screw City at the Battle Bunker in Chicago that day. Really? And I really want to play Warhammer. I've been trying to set up a game with fucking Butcher, with the leg end. Surely you can get one in with Butch. Not. I played him no. a few weeks ago. I got one set up like nine days from now. That's as best as you could do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, still hell-bent on like rocking the demons out for North Star? Trying to... Sc Are you... Screw City. You got three three K for Screw City. Yeah. Hmm. Really? I think the demons are dece. Three K. Yeah. I got full pack of the plague drones. Yeah. Five man. The double skull cannons. I got. Oh. <laughs> fucking great unclean one. <laughs> All so right. It's almost everything I have. Yeah. 
I'm doing. Uh, we'll talk about it because I went through quite a bit of bullshit to try and build out my list. Really? For that. Yeah, we'll get to that at some point. But so you haven't been up to shit. Sounds like, buddy. Warhammer shit, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck it, bro. I have been up to a ton, man. Every single day. D- I'm not even going to get into the whole property management thing because there was two That'd weeks. Going good. There was two weeks of my life where. I wanted to fucking die. It's the worst fucking decision I ever made in my life. So, rough, miserable situation. But it came around, and uh, at this point, I'm alright. I'm not yet fully comfortable with it, because it's really weird to have to wait for people to send you a bunch of money <laughs> before you can make all your payments. It's a totally different scenario than what I'm used to, is where you make a bunch of money and you just pay your own bills. <laughs> So, but it's coming along, man. The last eh, maybe week have been really solid. So, property management, rough situation. I've been busy getting it together. I've done a lot of weird, crazy shit between fixing toilets, spreading insulation, replace. I've probably replaced 10 doorknobs in the last, (laughs) like, three weeks, dude. Why do they keep fucking up the doorknobs, man? Uh, people are fucking retards, it turns out. <laughs> you don't own this shit. You don't care about it. You just treat it like fucking total shit. But the dude that owned the place before me was a total, like, waste of life. Meh. Whatever. Who cares? If, if a doorknob broke, he would rip, take the whole door off, pop it out on the fucking hinges, throw it in the closet. I fucking pulled... <laughs> I've been pulling doors out of closets, replacing the doorknob and rehanging them, and they work just fucking fine, dude. <laughs> Uh, just like insane. What the fuck's wrong with you, buddy? But modeling wise, working on the pullovers, fucking wide open, dude. I fucking all I got left is two iron guts and a display board for North Star. When I estimated everything, how much time this is all gonna take? I get, I gave the display board fifteen hours. <laughs> Seems like a light. Yeah. Like, you're going to put more into that for sure. Well, it turns out I'm already three hours in and almost nothing is done. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm getting kind of nervous about it. But the display board I'm going for is, it's well, it had to be smaller than my last one because the Beastman display board is fucking King Kong sized. But it's got to be bigger for the Bulloggers, dude. They're like Beastman, but bigger. I want something transportable, something comfortable. I did forsake all... You know, when you build display boards, you want it to fit in the top of your pretty little army movement case and all this Mm -hmm, bullshit. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't want or expect that because it's just not my style. But I did want it to be smaller and just more manageable. What I ended up with... Uh, it's still going to be a hassle. I'm still going to have to carry around a separate box full of terrain that like goes on it, makes it look cool and all that. <laughs> but I'm used to that, dude. It's not unusual. So been working on that. All I've done so far is cut foam, sand foam, hot wire cutter foam. If you follow the fucking blog or if you follow me on Twitter, that should be showing up. I'm doing some really in-detailed pics of every step of the way, so... There will be like a big blog post at some point here. Mm-hmm. I've painted all the man eaters are done, dude. Those bros turn out fucking awesome. Right now, I've put I put pics of all the man eaters up, but on the blog, I'll do a pic of the whole unit together. Just a little rundown of the unit, like you put them next to some regular dudes. Yeah, that's the key. Like bigger they are, because you don't fucking realize it until you see them next to like a unconverted gore or something. You're like, 
Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> the head of that dude is as big as that door. <laughs> it's really fucking cool. And then you're like, why do they give such giant heads to the <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> little boar bodies. Super fucking solid. They've been, they fucking turned out awesome, dude. The banner almost fucking killed me, dude. I had the fucking... Uh, you know, almost a real tough one for the young Monet. Almost drank myself dead during that. Where you're like on the third layer, and it's nine thirty on a fucking Friday, and your buddy's like, "Hey, what are you doing, man? <laughs> We're down at Goose killing beers." <laughs> well, O T W. Whatever you just like, clean the brush, throw it down, pop on a clean pair of pants and a shirt that looks cool, and toss your bandana in your pocket, <laughs> and get the fuck out, dude. Oh. It sucked, dude. It was fucking miserable. I hated painting those blues. I got hours and hours. Uh, check out youmagnificentbastards.com. You see the fucking post. You'll see how much time I got on that bullshit. But that banner almost killed me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I did convert up the Orctonian Pegasus Boar and Rider. The first one? Or the second one? No, nah, the first Peg Boar and Rider complete. Pig- Pegasus? The Pegasus, yeah. Pegasus. <laughs> Borsasis. I went through a lot of bullshit trying to make that stupid fucking Savage Orc rider work. When you're going for a model who's supposed to be a knight, you need and just have that feeling. You leg need- grease, arm grease, <laughs> ball plates. Well, all you really need plates. is a dude wearing clothes that doesn't look like he's trying to be naked and die. It's not like he's a little nude. Or a lot nude. <laughs> have I spoken about how good the e-cig is? Seems pretty fun. I'm kind of intrigued by it. Dude, it's like a solid, wide open, all the time nicotine buzz. I'll sit at work and puff on this thing all day. That's the problem. When you smoke cigarettes, these days, you have to go out of your way to find a spot you can relax uh-huh. and smoke a cigarette. I'll smoke this fucking bitch at work. I'll smoke it on the elevator at work. <laughs> I'll smoke, <laughs> sit at my desk, wherever I go. You're taking a shit. Yeah. Oh, four yeah. or five elevator. <laughs> it's fucking great, but. It does, I feel like it's made me more addicted to nicotine <laughs> than I was before I started smoking it, man. Did I? I never really understood what it was <laughs> until you got one. <laughs> They're great. It's a great invention. And I, this week I jogged. Every week I fucking jogged four miles. This week I jogged and I hadn't smoked cigs all weekend. I got this thing on Thursday. So like through the weekend on Tuesday I jogged. Best jog of my life, dude. <laughs> Usually you got to fight through the first mile and a half because your chest is fucking heavy and just raped with tar and bullshit. This week was like, holy (laughs) shit, man. What the fuck's going on? (laughs) I feel healthier. So it's definitely a good invention. We're not yet sponsored by (laughs) cigarettes. And then unless they got like a million bucks, then we don't want to be. So you fucking e-cig fuckwits can eat a dick. E-snigs. I finally got a motorcycle license. Did I tell you about that? Finally got a motorcycle. Well, I bought the motorcycle eh, a month or two ago. And I was, man, eh, whatever. I've been riding motorcycles since I was a little kid. So I just ro- rode the motherfucker. They wouldn't give me another temporary motorcycle license because I'd already had three. And state of Wisconsin <laughs> says, you can only have three. And if you have more than that, you have to take the stupid fucking class, dude. I got stuck in this goddamn fucking motorcycle class. And it was... Check it out, bro. Friday night, 5.30 till 9.30. Saturday and Sunday, 9 to fucking 4, dude. <laughs> they raped a whole weekend out of my life, dude. It, 
And you fucking tore it from your butthole. They give you when you get there though. They give you a fucking motorcycle. They gave me this fucking whacked out like, what? like some like beat up state motorcycle. Nah, mine was like a brand new enduro. They gave me like a jacked up enduro. It was like a, it was a Yamaha. How does that work? Yeah, dude. And they make you take all these little tests on it and shit. And then like the circle track, these curves. I am fucking raping this bitch. One of the instructors is really awesome. He's like, yeah, dude. If you go fast enough and you lay low enough, you can grind the the foot peg right on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I took that as a challenge. <laughs> I just wailed on it, and I never quite ground it because that bike was jacked up big. And then the instructor that didn't tell me that, the other bro, was like, Slow down! <laughs> Slow down! <laughs> I fucking... It was the one of the worst weekends of my life, dude. There was this, like, 60-year-old dude in the class, and they gave him this, like, really old Honda Shadow, like, old rocker motorcycle. Got they make you do these stopping tests where you fucking get going like 20 miles per hour and then just wail out the brakes and try and fucking stop it as quick as you can. And this bro fucking wails the brakes, front wheel turns, boom, right over the end of ours, dude. And we're all fucking sitting around like, holy fucking shit, dude, this old man just rocked his shit right over, crashed the bike out. That was the only exciting thing that happened. All, and I'm like, eh, you know, maybe there'll be some hot fucking chicks out here. Maybe there'll be something exciting hot, happening. Hot was there any ladies? There was one chick, dude. Probably five fucking four pushing fucking 320, dude. <laughs> and it, it was funny because they'd always stick me like in her group because she needed more confidence and proper leadership and shit. Uh huh. I was like, like leadership eight. Oh um, my! Yeah. Nah, she's like a three on a motorcycle, <laughs> and I'm like a ten on a motorcycle. Dude. <laughs> oh fuck! It was it was funny to be behind her because she's. Just, you ever see? Look up uh, like the Guinness Book of World Records, the McGuire brothers. Because those are those With huge, huge bros. Those bikes. Yeah, yeah, that's the dudes. And when you were behind her, you're like, <laughs> you're just fucking laughing in your soul, just a little giddy about how awkward I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I've been. Anyway. I finished reading. Uh, let's talk about fucking. Let's talk about books, podcasts, <laughs> shows, movies, all that shit. I finished reading The Worst Hard Time by Timothy Egan. If any of you motherfuckers read nonfiction, read that book, dude. It was so good. It's about the Dust Bowl in America, which is like the South Central states: Oklahoma, Texas, Nebraska. Kansas, all that bullshit, but what happened so. between, like, 1890 and 1940? Awesome. I don't read much nonfiction, so I've read, like, two, so I won't say one of the best, because there's not many in the club, but really uh, fucking good book, dude. Super interesting, and it's told from a superhuman perspective, so it's such a good book, dude. You just keep... You know, you're used to reading books, shit happens. You You just keep waiting for... Oh, yeah. At the end, this will end well. Everybody will be good. Everybody will be happy. Pick up. Yeah, it'll be great. And I'm not going to give the book away, but god damn, man. These people fucking held on through, like, <laughs> the book's called The Worst Hard Time. They fucking definitely held on well past The Worst Hard Time. So if you're into nonfiction, you want to know a little bit about history in America, definitely read that book. It was really fucking good. It's by Timothy Egan. After that, I started reading Catcher in the Rye again. Yeah. I, I'm about eh, maybe 50 pages in. I can I understand why people like it, but I don't <laughs> like it that much myself. 
I, but I understand why people would enjoy it. I know I've read it before, but I I don't I remember what I'm reading happening, but I don't remember what happened. So it's almost like reading reading it for the first time. <laughs> the first time. I really wanted to read Dune again, but when I went to the bookshelf, Dune wasn't there because oh weird awkward story about some chick I nailed <laughs> a little while. Left. Did you watch the first episode of Wilfred at all? Yeah, I've seen probably dude, the first season. There's a Dune joke in the first episode. <laughs> Next on my list is to read Dune again. Why don't you listen to the audiobooks? Paul Atreides. <laughs> Atreides. <laughs> you sold me on him. That's what it sounds like, John. I don't, think you can, I don't think you can get an unabridged version of that. <laughs> I think you can. And it sounds like this, John. Have you been reading anything, buddy? I've been listening to the hardcore histories. Holy fuck, dude. I think you I did. told me you listened to one, at least. Enjoy three or four episodes of that. The logical insanity episode of that is bombing, fucking bombing insanely cities. good. How governments and people in governments get to a point where they can justify bombing civilians. And it's... it's that podcast is super fucking long, and it's but you're like holy shit the whole yeah. time. Like they didn't, this they dude didn't is always fucking used to be. They started like fifteen twenty yeah. minutes, and then they get to an hour, and then two hours, and then the latest ones. Yeah, they're like four or five like mini audiobooks. Super but, solid. They don't come out that often, but you can guarantee every one of those is, is decent. <laughs> a lot. Did you listen to any of the Mongol ones? No. Dude, that's what I was going to point out. A lot of them are multi-episode things where you commit for a long time. But Recently, yeah. The earlier ones are more one-offs, and they're trying to get back to if you wanna, one-offs. If you want to just get into it, check out... <sighs> They got one about Thor's Angels, which is about ah, the Dark Ages. I just downloaded that one, yeah. That's about like the pagans, kind of like the Germanic tribes and the Franks and everything else. Yeah. They're like converting over to Christianity, but it's like this weird pagan Christianity where they, they got to kill you. <laughs> they, still have, <laughs> they still have Christmas and it, yeah. celebrate the fucking solstice and shit. It's badass. <laughs> Uh, I did, dude, that's solid one of the body. most well done. Isn't it? It's odd because it's just one dude talking. And yeah, we can tell like he reads like 40 or 50 books <laughs> and they plan everything out that he's going to say. Super fucking well good, dude. I've been listening to, I've been trying to look online and I might need some listener help if there's people interested in these, but actual play D and D or role playing sessions. For some reason, I've been trying to look these up, and I found quite a few. But the people in them are just too nerdy. Even for you, bro. Jokes. There's one good one I found, which was the Thursday nights, and the nights was spelled like nights. <laughs> the Thursday nerds. Good, they did like this huge D and D session, and I've been listening to a couple of the episodes, and they had some one offs that were really, really awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of looking for those kind of things. So if anybody listens to anybody, keen, keen to hear what people's suggestions might be. I watched the Orange is the New Black. Ah, you watched it all? Yeah. What'd you think of it? It's it's, it's very lighthearted. It's very Genji Cohen, and we're. I never watched uh, weeds. weeds. 
Yeah. But it's more like a light when you're trying to recuperate from the latest Breaking Bad episode. <laughs> it's a good good way to cool your nerves. Some nice, lighthearted. Inter- it's always interesting because it's, it's like a TV show, but then like, uh, yeah, but there's a little nugget of truth there with some weird shit going on. Yeah, it's one of those shows that's... It's solid. It's well worth a watch. Uh-huh. But none of the characters are just, like, genuine good people. <laughs> yeah, Everybody's you, kind of a fuck-off. Did you watch Star Trek Voyager? Yeah, I watched it all through. Uh, so you noticed Captain Janeway was in charge of the <laughs> prison kitchens there? She gained a few pounds. Yeah, but you barely recognize her, dude. Because <laughs> she's the Russian. <laughs> yeah, 15 years old. She was a and like young 50 year, 100 pounds heavier. <laughs> I, it took me a little while My to fucker. fucking pick her out. <laughs> but, yeah, that's fucking solid shit. One thing you got to check out is a documentary. And I saw this on Crackle. Which, if you have an Xbox 360, Crackle is like a weird... It's like a Netflix or a Hulu. It's just like another one of those. So you can probably watch on your computer, but you have to watch a documentary called A Fighting Chance. <laughs> and it's about a guy with no arms, <laughs> no legs, trying to get into the MMA fighting. <laughs> You have to watch it. It is amazing. Crackle? It's, the, it's called A Fighting Chance is the documentary. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's available on Crackle, and you can probably find it somewhere else. But A Fighting Chance. This guy, it blew my mind, man. He's a real hardcore bro. Blew my dick off. Like, blew off my arms and my legs. He's just laying I right, there? I was right there with him. This dude is just he's laying got nubs, there. Dude, he's got nubs. He's talking shit. He's and got you, nubs. You just keep like wide open, kicking him in the fucking head. Oh, that's against the MMA rules. Well, you, you can't kick a downed opponent. <laughs> you can punch a downed opponent, but you can't kick him. What if he's him. always down? Then you can't kick him. Well, like them is the rules. He can't even get up, dude. What am I supposed to do? You gotta punch him out. You gotta wrestle he, him. He's, so then you just sit on him and punch him in the head until his brain shuts you down. You try to sit on this, bro. He'll fucking shove a nub up your dick hole. <laughs> He'll fucking light you up with a nub. You gotta just the first. Just sit down. Plan to watch the first three to five minutes, and you're gonna be watching the rest because it <laughs> it is amazing. It was like an hour long. It's like an hour and a half. It's like a yeah. movie, documentary movie. All right. I also checked out uh, Hardcore History did like a Red Scare episode. Just an hour. A super solid dude. It was good because basically everything he said could apply to terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Weird Islamic terrorists, but he didn't have to say it because he knew <laughs> you would just pick figure it out for yourself. <laughs> super fucking solid dude. Like, point back to McCarthyism and all that shit. Amazing dude. If you're almost, if you're gonna listen to one podcast anymore, that's the one, dude. East East. What else do I got here? Oh, did you listen? Like, was it the Red Scare the one that was about like Cuba and Spanish America? No, and, there's a separate one about the uh, Spanish War and how America got the Philippines. Yes, that was so fucking good, dude. He's talking about how like about the Cuban Revolution and freedom from Spain and how the Americans were involved in it and. Oh, so fucking good, dude. It's <laughs> decent. You learn a lot of shit and super fucking interesting. And you're like, why the fuck 
Can I go to Cuba? <laughs> like a decent place. Well, I feel like we have a fucking democracy where we could say and do what we want. But not if you want to go to Cuba, bro. No. We're not cool with that shit. That shit ain't cool. Anyway, I checked out the end of Dexter finally. Yeah, I haven't seen the last season. I was did a big... It, uh, did it end these? Last episode was just too over the top, dude. Like They went out of their way to make it believable and cool for pretty much the whole show. But the last episode just gets kind of retarded, dude. Yeah. Eh, not a good ending. How much of the episode did he spend driving around Miami, not sleeping and not working, <laughs> but just driving around trying to like solve solve the case, find track down the killer. A decent amount and <laughs> a decent amount in his boat on the water <laughs> right by Miami. You're like, "Ah, oh, dude. It's it's a terrible fucking end to a great story." Is it better than the Breaking Bad season finale? No, because we did last weekend. <laughs> drink a bunch of beer. I got into a fucking fight with my girlfriend that she still brings bunch up. <laughs> Weird Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah, like, those were terrible Bloody Marys. <laughs> they weren't really Bloody Marys. They were it was like tomato juice weird that I call Watery tomato juice and fucking... It was real, dude. The only good part about it was you could put as many hot peppers, pickles, and vodka in it as you wanted. It's true. But either way, solid, dude. Way better than Dexter, dude. Dexter, Breaking Bad, garbage, solid. Breaking Bad, very solid. That is decent. The only... Got a blurry. You got... You <laughs> end, <the> <laughs> it turns out when you do liquid suppers, <laughs> you forget you the end of Dexter. And it's like the best thing in the world. This vegetable cheesy pizza. <laughs> There's so much cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, I paid 30 bucks for that pizza, but I was pissed off, so I made Ginger pay 10 bucks for a $21 pizza, and I gave the dude the whole change. But know, nice. He definitely didn't deserve it. <laughs> nah, it was quick. When is Angelo that fucking quick, dude? <laughs> Angelo was those bros. All right. Let's get focused. Focused on what? Games? Gaming? I've been doing a lot of gaming. I finished the fucking X-Files, dude. <laughs> I don't believe that. Finished it all. Don't miss... The truth was out there? No, the truth wasn't out there, dude. Turns out. <laughs> there is no truth. That's you get the fucking. Lesson of X Files. Well, the lesson is Scully's really hot by the end, but looks really bad in, at the beginning in those miserable business suits. <laughs> yeah. But at the end, by the end, you're sick of hearing Mulder talk about his sister, and you get really sick. I farted. Of hearing Scully talk about her fucking kid. <laughs> My son's a fucking weird super soldier. Fetus, an alien fetus torn from her body. Well, no, she has a kid. It's like a super soldier scenario. Mm. And it's fucking like... Like a real Captain America they, type baby. They just talk about it so much. By the time it all comes together, you don't even give a fuck. You're just irritated. I like think... TV is still trying to figure out how to make... People Good keep watching episodes. Yeah, maybe watch that shit through the first like seven seasons. Hey, when Mulder leaves, definitely stop watching. Robert Patrick, ah, he's a he's a fine guy. That's a good fucking solid name. Like I support <laughs> fucking whatever. Good solid Terminator physique. Good solid fucking bro. Whatever. Miserable. Have I bitched about bro yet? We're done with bro. Can we be done with bro? I've been calling. Every bro, bro. 
Pie Darker Market Gang, the robots. Oh, God. It's got to stop, dude. So, At, what's the new thing? You got to come up with your own shit, dude. Be original. I do it. I just want everybody else to do it, too. No. Look, let's just be done with bro. Let's move on, buddy. All right, bro. Someone sent me an email about this bitching. I don't that. And I was 100% on this dude's side. What kind of bitching? About how bro's overdone. It sucks now. People Will killed he it. he provide a good alternative? Dude, how am I supposed to talk about people? You fucking got to come up with your own shit, man. We're not... Look, I know you're a coddled, sad little American. Now we got Obamacare, bro. We're taking... Oh, fuck, I said bro. Yet. God damn it, I said bro. <laughs> <laughs> now we got Obamacare, honky. We're fucking taking care of shit. We're taking care of. But look, we just got to find our own way, man. Bro is not the way. All right, let's take a break. We gotta, we gotta fucking. No, let's just keep going. You wanna fucking just ride this bitch? <laughs> I wish you had the little dinger going. Bing. Turns out when you start wasted. All right, fuck it. Uh, you been watching Sons of Anarchy? No, I haven't been tuned in. I'm uh, a strictly Netflix anarchist. Ooh, new so season. One of the most like whacked out things of the new season is Otto. It's like there's a graphic scene. No, no, Otto is the dude that's in jail. He's the, like the, the fucked up eye? in the pr- yeah yeah that's the bro. No, he's still <laughs> that's the honky. There's like a graphic scene of him that's getting ass raped by this fucking right. black dude and shit. Like they let these dudes in his cell just to ass rape him and fuck him over. It's fucking like oh my god. It's tough to be a son of anarchy, bro. I'm fine with like Is let's fuck each other in the ass for fun. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bought You're the motorcycle. Hope just hoping, <laughs> but. The new season, that's pretty solid. If you've watched the rest, I recommend it. I wouldn't start with it. I get really irritated by Gemma. She's fucking... Re- Look, hey, Peggy Bundy, fuck off. What are you doing in a show now about, like, tough biker people? She's got some nice, like, wrinkly cleavage. Yeah, it turns out. Well tanned. I'm awkwardly turned on by that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Worth the watch. Last uh, episode, they go on this, like, oh, this is kind of a fucking interjection, but at some point, every show is going to turn to an angle where they just attack and kill Nazis. <laughs> that's like... That's like... the last that in, like, the second or third season. They went after the white yeah, supremacists. The last easy Henry target. Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going back. Oh, yeah. Darby comes back in. They're double dipping. Oh, I got a good one for you, man. Darby's double dipping. Darby, who played Skinner in the X Files, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like the last episode. They fucking go on like a Nazi killing spree. Turns out the last like this is the enemy that nobody can bitch or be upset about. It's the fucking Nazis. <laughs> Let's get them, dude. So they go on this like Nazi killing spree. But... When's it gonna be like this like Cambodian Khmer Rouge gang? <laughs> Khmer Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Southeast Asian. It's supremacist. gonna be a while. Once that country rises to a point where like they're they make movies and they fucking thirty years take over media, bah, that'll probably happen. Right. I've been gaming, dude. I've been gaming solid. Who have you been, been playing, it buddy? Been Warhammer gaming. Who you been playing? Well, Rome Two Total oh, War came out. That's not fucking Warhammer, bro. And I knew. This was a problem because <laughs> I didn't want to spend sixty bucks on it, and 
I'm going to bitch a little bit because they didn't have a free demo to play. Because <laughs> I knew if I would have played the demo, then I would have bought it because I would have had like a little reason. But they didn't have a demo, so I needed something else to do instead of playing Rome 2. So I needed a game of some kind. So I looked through the old archive, and Freddy had a Sega Genesis <laughs> Pack for his Xbox. You've been playing Sonic the motherfucking Hedgehog. No, dude, I'm playing Shining Force, dog. I don't even know what that is. Shining Force is the classic Sega Genesis RPG. <laughs> it's turn-based Whoa. strategy. It's the precursor to Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre, Vandal Hearts, any kind of turn-based game with a group of guys. This game was the first one to do it. So my when I was younger, my buddy uh, had it. <laughs> and I'd watch him play, and it'd be totally jelly. <laughs> poor fucker, so I could never get one of my own. So now I played through Shining Force, and I completed it. <laughs> but I'm going through the sequel right now, dude, Shining Force 2. <laughs> it's on like this weird little Sega game pack that probably costs like $5 for Xbox. <laughs> it's got a classic. <laughs> So I've been doing that. That's fun. I don't feel like that's like the Genesis role-playing game. Well, I feel why like don't you lay it on me? Why don't you Google your internets? What is... What do you... Did you ever play Fantasy Star? Which uh, was actually the Final Fantasy Genesis equivalent, bro. I, fired I don't mean up. to blow out on your ass, but... Hey, this disc had Fantasy Star 2 through 4. Yeah. I fired it up. It was a bunch of horse shit, so I had to turn it off. <laughs> I don't know what you saw in that. Your little eight-year-old brain, <laughs> you were full of dookie. <laughs> well, it was solid. It was very it, Final Fantasy-esque. It, yeah. It's it was like, role-playing. It was like you're like a weird little space colonist. And <laughs> it was really strange. Yeah. The problem with these is there's no game manual, so I can't... I, it was really tough to figure out what the fuck. Because you get, like, items in the game, and you, you just don't know what they do or what. <laughs> like, uh, you probably you Google that now. No, you can't look them up, because then you're going to read about all the secrets and how to do everything. <laughs> so you don't want that. Then you're going to so win the like game. A fine, yeah, fine line between too little knowledge and too much knowledge. <laughs> all right. I haven't even heard of that shit. Shining It's really Force? weird. Yeah, no. Nah. I think they've gone up to three, four, five. I was a nin- Nintendo kid, but my brother had a Genesis, and I'd watch him play Fantasy Star. Yeah, they never had two. Because usually, whatever was on Super NES would be on Sega Genesis, and then Super NES had like a bunch of cool stuff that wasn't on Genesis. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of a poor choice. <laughs> yeah. Nah, my brother had fucking that weird... There was a second deck that the Genesis uh, like would the sit on. the 32X or the Sega CD? The Sega CD, dude. Because oh, okay. that's where that Dragon's Lair bullshit was. Oh, uh, yeah. And if you ever watched the Angry Video Game Nerd, he did a whole spiel about that same Dragon's Lair game. Dude, my brother <laughs> had that. He had a 32X that connected to the Sega CD. Yeah. It was like, you'd require... <laughs> It's funny because he was totally true because he needed like he had the, like these four massively huge like plugins with the big boxes. So you need two, fucking... two power strips in order to power it. It's 
such bullshit. Yeah. These fucking retard kids these days, they have no idea how good they got. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right, let's take a break. Ginger was on this fucking gluten-free kick for like yeah. a month and a half, and i just been drinking myself stupid lately, so I try not to drink. Absorbing plenty of gluten. So I really didn't like keep any beer in the house. So it's a good, good thing you fucking showed up with the trunk beers. <laughs> <laughs> These are some well-seasoned, late, late in the season trunk beers. They've been rolling around. The cans are well-worn. <laughs> yeah, they actually are. <laughs> 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 like their little labels are peeling. It's like a can you'd find in the river when you're canoeing or something. Mm. <laughs> Finding beer cans mm. where a kid should play. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking Pure Hammer, buddy. I, I heard it was cool. It was fucking. Well, that was when I was in like the trough of despair for my fucking recent like situation with the fucking rental property and all the bullshit going on. I was. I only went because ginger made me i just wanted to fucking stay home and just like fall down and she die made you like you had to get away <laughs> yeah she forced you to go but she's like well i'm like i can go to this thing but she's like nah you should definitely go <laughs> oh really yeah i was so shitty and miserable Doesn't and sound like g no exactly <laughs> so i fucking go dude and it was my first like proper full point outing with the ogres dude Fucking show up. I had a pack of smokes. <laughs> before, this was before E, huh. E-cigs. Yeah. Well, yeah, long before. I'm not giving up the proper pack of smokes, but... So, Pure Hammer was a uh, no-comp event. It was it was an event, not a tournament. You know, there was no fucking scoring. None of that bullshit was kept. It was random draws. You play three games, and uh, the whole goal was to uh, raise money for, for one of the bros who... We're just trying to help out. So uh, the event was at Rockheads in Kenosha, and it's kind of a fucking weird venue because you get there and the whole goddamn place is fucking boarded up. Looks like a fucking like a war zone or something. It was kind of creepy. You wonder if you're at the right place or not. But I spent half the fucking day worrying about your car getting busted into in the parking lot because it's fucking just sitting there. <laughs> so yeah, so that was cool. You know, it was uh, you pay whatever you want to get in, you pay whatever you want for the lunch, and uh, all the money goes to help a bro out. So it's it's pretty solid idea. And Grant Fetter put it all together. Fucking rock down there, and uh, 
three games. It's kind of a cool idea. Grant was taking fucking Magic the Gathering cards, ripping them in half. Everybody reached in the fucking hat, pulled one out, and then you match it up with whoever had the other half of your cards. So round one, I end up drawing up against Tom McClure, buddy. The fucking, the man, Tom's rocking beast men now with the, uh, like, three wizards, Shard of the Hearthstone. Two of the dudes were on beasts. One was on death. Trying the old fucking herdstone thing that I'm very well familiar with. So I ended up winning this game. And the way it fucking happened pretty much was, like, he got to go first. He moved his Ungor forward. Tried to wild form him a few times. But only got one of them off. And he moved a chariot forward. And he had moved some gore forward as well. So my turn, you know, it's pretty much Operation Grill against Beastmen. On a, I didn't want to let him sit back and just cast magic. and Plus, I wanted to get the fucking Hellheart close enough to fuck him over for a round. <laughs> but, uh, so turn one, Mornfang declare a charge on his Ungor, and then he chooses to flee, um, just because he couldn't have me getting up in his shit that early. And then he fled, and then that left me a charge on his chariot. I needed double sixes to hit it, but at this point, there's no reason not to try for it. So I uh, passed my test to redirect, and then pow, fucking boom, rolled the double six, dude. Fucking charged in on the chariot, and the chariot was right in front of the Bestigor, which was Wizard Bunker. So just obliterated the chariot, and then, you know, on fucking turn, I don't think it's still turn one, I'm like in his Wizard Bunker, and then. And that was kind of on the right side of the battlefield. And on the left side, uh, the ogres had charged some gore, but they had fled. There was like a block of 30 gore. He had two other blocks of 30 gore, probably 30-odd best of gore with three wizards in there. And, you know, a chariot or two, solo razor gore, some harpies, that kind of shit. But So the fucking ogres charge the gore, gore run away, and then the ogres do Operation Grill and end up getting entangled with fucking two units of, of gore. And But, you know... Cutstar's pretty goddamn solid, so I end up fucking kicking the shit out of them eventually. On the critical turn, when everything was locked in, I popped off the Hellheart, and I think he had rolled like a 10, or maybe he ended up with 10 dice because the shard, but uh, regardless, three fucking miscasts later, he had nothing. I don't think any of his wizards died from it, but they all at least took one wound and uh, shut down his magic face, which was huge because I can't even wild form and was fucking best to go against a goddamn Mornfang cavalry. So, I don't know. I pretty much just ran him over, though. Just got in quick. Operation Grill. Fucking boom, dude. It was pretty solid, though. It's a fun game. I felt kind of bad, but Tom's been beating up on me the last couple times we played, so it's good to get one up on him. <laughs> and, uh, I could tell he was pretty fucking taken aback by it. His ogres hit like a fucking ton of bricks, dude. So, super solid, though. It was really my first, you know, first non-fucking local outing full points with the ogres, and, uh... I don't know. I'm still trying to fucking figure out exactly what, what to do with this shit, but turns out Operation Grill so far, solid. Round two, I drew against Alex Nikotenko. He had Dark Elves, like a Cauldron, Unkillable Lord on a cold one. He had this huge cold one Death Star, like maybe 16 or 18 strong. It was insane. A couple shooty units, like 10 strong, and uh, some Spear Elves at a level four in there. It was diagonal deployment, so we set up pretty close to each other, and I had to deploy first. So I did end up winning this game. Once again, like, pretty much Operation Grill. Turn one, I fucking moved up a little bit, but not full-on Operation Grill with the Gut Star. But the Mornfang moved up, the Maneaters fucking moved up and started harassing him on his right flank, and... Well, on my turn two, he had kind of moved the cold ones into a position where... 
the guts had like a charge on it if they could roll a nine maybe a ten whatever it was and uh i'm like well fuck it i might as well try it because i charged a few things and i had some ogres that could hit them in the flank uh, or the man eaters could hit them in the flank so you know even if the guts failed they weren't going to be in for a charge because i could also chaff them up with the saber tusk so i said fuck it declared it boom hit it like guts get stuck in nothing else made it in that turn but that's all right you don't really need anything else and then literally the guts end up in this fucking grind fest against these cold ones until the very end of the game by then it was just the unkillable lord left i already killed all the fucking knights killed his bsb just wreaked havoc on his ship but did two wounds on that lord by the end just couldn't fucking get through him but you know the guts they fucking soak up wounds pretty well too and i was getting off regen and um you know spells of my own to augment so it's pretty solid so that was kind of on the right side of the battlefield on the left side he was chaffing up the Mornfang uh, with the Harpies, and he did it in such a way that I could still charge past him one turn. So I charge past the Harpies, plow into ten of the crossbow elves, and they're directly in front of the spear elves with the level four in there. So just fucking plowed in, cleaned up all that shit, and then they turned. And in late game, they also charged his lord in the flank, who was engaged with the guts, just trying to put as many hits and wounds on him as I could so that he'd fail him. Uh, still didn't fucking amount to anything. I think the best chance I had was the ogre on top of the Mornfang. There was only one that could strike. So it was him striking, trying to bring that dude down because it's the only way to get through that fucking reverse ward save. So end up winning that one pretty big too. I mean, that looks fun. It's always a real tactical game to play against them, so it was, it was solid. Turn three, I drew Ben Cohen with his dwarves. And again, this time I won. And the way this one went down was turn one, I just moved everything forward, straight up Operation Grill. And then he declares some charges, declares a long beard. He, all, he, didn't, he didn't have a very huge army. It was like a horde of long beards with hand weapon shield, no great weapons. And then maybe 30-odd iron breakers. And then a bunch of war machines. And he did have, like, double runesmith. He shut down my magic every single turn. I don't think I got a single fucking spell off until I started killing runesmiths. But so, like, on his turn one, he rolls, like, an 11 or so. And the longbeards end up charging into the, the gut star, which, like, man, yeah, it's fine. Like, no big deal. And then his ironbreakers had failed to charge into the mornfang which was kind of unfortunate because that left the Mornfang open to a ton of war machine abuse. He ended up killing two of the Mornfang on his first round of shooting. Uh, and then on turn two, I tried to charge the Maneaters into the back of the Longbeards. They only need like a five or a six or something, but they end up fucking failing it. So I wasn't really worried about the Iron Guts running away because, uh, you know, they're stubborn two shots at a nine. But I was really needing to kill a bunch of dwarves, so I needed to fucking get through that shit. Um, and I needed the man-eaters to come in for that, but of course they were just letting me down there. On, the, on my next turn, after he had killed two of the Mornfang, he, he turns out he's got a fucking Runa, Master Runa Challenge, or Runa Challenge, whatever it is, and tries to make the Mornfang charge into the Ironbreakers, or flee, and since there's only two left, there's no way they're going to grind out all those Ironbreakers. Um, so I end up fleeing with the Mornfang just to try and get them to safety. And, uh, you know, they did end up rallying the next turn. And then the last remaining guy that didn't get shot dead is hiding behind the building at the end. <laughs> but uh, after that, there was like two turns of just grinding with the Iron Guts versus the Long Beards. And then... After the turn, the man-eaters failed to come in. The turn after, they did fucking make it in. And from there, it was just, like, wide-open carnage. So 
did a ton of killing. Ended up, he wasn't even stubborn, turns out. So the man-eaters and the iron guts end up breaking the long beards, running them down. And then that left me in a prime position to fucking charge into his war machines. So I start mopping up war machines. And then the iron breakers by then had come around. They charge into the iron guts. Uh, the iron guts, yeah, they duke it out for a turn, whatever, hold them up. And then the man-eaters coming on the flank of the iron breakers and fucking just eventually break them clean them up super solid so yeah it was a fucking it was a good event it also left me super fucking motivated for working on this ogre army which is good because had i fucking gone down in a place of glory all three games i don't think it would have fucking panned out so well but as it stands super fucking solid and um turns out one of the best tactics with the ogres is operation grill when, when your game revolves around fucking getting in there and killing shit, and the only spells, or the best spells you have are fucking augments and hexes, pretty much got to get in there and cast them, make shit happen. There's no reason not to. Um, and they're fucking resilient as shit, man. I was super shocked that they just, whatever gets thrown at them, you know, you lose a couple guys, no big deal. You fucking soak it up and move on and solid. So far, I'm fucking thoroughly enjoying the Ogres. The event as a whole was a great time, too. It's good to see everybody chat. By the end of the day, I was feeling really good. Just fucking total swing around in my attitude and shit. And uh, so that, that was really nice. Um, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Food was all right. Rockheads is a super cool venue. Tons of fucking space. It's like a proper big store, fully stocked, which we don't fucking see too much. Or for shit up here, anyways. Um, so it was cool to go and just fucking see everything and chat around with everybody, hang out. It's a good time. I don't remember how much fucking money Grant said we raised. I think it was a few thousand bucks. So super solid. The uh, the owner of the store there donated ten percent to ten percent of the proceeds for the day to the uh, money pile that we were raising. So that worked out pretty good. And, sure it helped out a lot and the raffle i end up winning a white dwarf like whatever the september white dwarf which was pretty fucking lame because it's all fucking 40k so that's pretty fucking shit but i also won a like a high elf archmage and mage box set it's like a fucking 30 dollar box set that like i'm not gonna do uh, do shit with it so if anybody's looking for that let me know fucking shoot in some cash i can fucking hook you up with this <laughs> i don't know what's gonna fucking sit in my closet otherwise but good times good times were had by all i didn't see anybody fucking pissed off or complaining the whole mood of the event was different because you just didn't you didn't give as much of a shit i mean it's, it's nice to play games and get serious and you know enjoy the game the strategy that kind of shit but in the end if you lost or if shit started going against you it was like man whatever you know no no huge deal there's no fucking standings or rankings here so fuck it it's just for fun and it, it was definitely a dip, different atmosphere than most tournaments where people are concerned about how they're doing how the games are coming out you know who's in the fucking lead that kind of shit so it was, it was super good i really enjoy that kind of event and if they did something like that again i'd definitely go so it's cool so that was fucking pure hammer buddy let's talk about uh, screw city are you go you're going to screw city buddy yeah i feel like i have a hotel room lined up for that I hope so. <laughs> We're going to crash if I don't. We're going to be sleeping together in the back of a fucking Volkswagen. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you got your uh, 3K of demons, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm not really sure how it's different. It's like my 2,400 list plus Epidemus. There's got to be more than that. I know. It seems like there should be, but it, <laughs> like I have five plague drones instead of four. And you already had them painted, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm not painting shit for this. <laughs> Who are you taking for... Are you taking beasts? Yeah, so I got a whole thing Who's here. Who's your extra character here that you, you're taking? Uh, I just took a Wargore. Gave him a... Like, yeah. 
Uh, five up ward save and like a armor piercing sword. I was limited with the demons. I could just take just a herald. You can take an ex. You have to take an extra hero up to 125 points. That was uh, 130. 130, and they always pass their lookout sir rolls as a special rule. I figure there's going to be some like tournament scenario rules that require him staying alive. So the best I could do for the bro was the fuck. <sighs> Shouldn't have said, bro. The best I could do for that fucker was a five plus one save. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there would be. I don't think the scenarios are out, but I'm assuming there's going to be one where you like got to get that fucker across the board. So I was thinking maybe I could get like a slanish guy. But yeah, all your would fuckers. Require painting a new model, which you're not going to work. <laughs> please. Please, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> All your dudes already get 5-plus war saves. I gotta spend a fair amount of points on this shit, dude. What's the base cost of a war goal? <laughs> like, 80? It's not a lot. <laughs> Nergai's base, like, 90. Ooh, yeah, okay. So move 4, 2 yeah. wounds. Uh, infantry model. I get move 5, but 2 wounds. T5. Dece. Oh, yeah, my bro gets strength 4, T5. War goals, bro. <laughs> When I was like, oh, when I was working on that list, so you should make you should add scout to him if you can. I bet uh, there's gonna be a scenario where he's got to give him like the shadow hide or whatever. I only know there's the, something in you that can list. only give that there's to Bray Shamans. You can only give it to Bray Shamans, dude. There's something in there, dude. You can make him scout. Yeah, if he's if a Bray Shaman, you will get the advantage. You can only give it to Bray Shamans and. Per Screw City GT rules, you can't take a fucking magic user. Wow. I'm rocking beasts for this. And so, like, first off, I got to meet my core. So I pretty much have to go with what yeah. I have painted. There's like, it is a bit annoying trying to meet the uh, core. With Beastmen, it's terrible. Like, you got gore, and you're going to want as many in one unit so you can stick that fucking beast painter in there. You got Ungor, which are fucking garbage. It's true. And you got chariots. Tuscor chariots. They're pretty solid, but 80 points of pop. And I only have two painted. That was also very limited by what I had painted. So I got to a point where the question was, how the fuck do I fill out like the rest of the list? And in years past, I'd been rocking Senegor. Because <laughs> I have 12 Senegor painted. Because they're good. And yeah, they're nah. painted. No, they're not good. And they're good. They're tough for... Actually, they get a four-up armor because they get a mounted bonus. They get light armor and shield. Okay. But leader seven died of small arms fire like you wouldn't fucking believe. And just seem good. Seem like they should be able to accomplish something, but never actually did. They're so. like they're like ward answers. You want to keep them in back, keep them in reserve, and just keep them keep them out of the way. And don't do anything with them. And they'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. So and now you got, got like points. 400 safe. points they're not just, doing dick. They're meanwhile, there. they're safe. Meanwhile, they're running you know over you your ass. you got to lock on those points. Those points are <laughs> locked in. So I had a few fucking options on what I could do. I could go fucking chaff heavy, which would be like load up on Razor Gores or Razor Gore Chariots. I could take a couple units of Ongor Raiders. I have a f I have 20 Warhounds painted. I could load up on Warhounds. Or that's about... My limitation. Get some, add some warhounds. I ain't seen those fuckers <laughs> for some time. There's a fucking valid reason why you haven't because <laughs> they're that fucking shit. Is just opinion, man. Break the dirty <laughs> mold. Well, second option, Kay. I could add yet another fighty block. 
And the only shit I have painted that's going to work there is I could do Minotaur. Yeah. So I have a block of seven Minotaur that aren't in the Bull Ogre list. But, like, I could probably pull, like, a musician. The only thing I don't have painted for it is a musician. So nothing going on the Bull Ogre list. But seven painted Minotaur with two hand weapons plus a musician from the Bull Ogre list. Or 12 Senegor, <laughs> full command. And like Screw City, you could, like... The Minos, you can get a... They're overpriced. But in 3,000 points, you can get away with... Something that... Something that, that's overpriced. Well, third option, Monster Mash. Because now... I could do like a bunch of Razor Chariots. They're beefy, almost 150 points each. Three. Five wounds, tough five. Yeah. Or Jabba Sloth. Or Giant. Or giant. now. And something. I got the Gorgon done. So I could like rock a monster kind of situation. Or previous two, like I could go with another solid fighty block, which would be either Minotaur or Senegor. Or um, the Chaff Heavy thing. I'm intrigued by <laughs> uh, the three Razor Chariots. I think that's what you should do. Well, I, that is interesting. They're not bad. What? They might not be great. <laughs> but it's interesting that you would have those. And you could drop a Tuscor Chariot throwing those house, dog. <laughs> Get those... Turns out that would be very interesting. Not only no, did the hounds build, yeah, because it would the suck. Hounds, the triple, uh, they don't even you count. You ask me what wouldn't suck. You asked me what I thought was interesting. They don't count towards your core points in the beast man army you book. Take them for fun, <laughs> but they're not fun. They're just irritating. Yeah, smart guy like you, <laughs> I'm sure you can figure it out. So I thought through all these fucking options, dude. So, chaff list. Like, what are the pluses? What could I accomplish? So, had I taken, like, all the hounds, some fucking Ungor Raiders, all that bullshit, you can easily control the fucking movement, man. You can play to fucking points deny. So, you sacrifice all the chaffy bullshit. Maybe you give up 500 fucking points, dude. And then you use that shit to control where your lar- large blocks go, where they hit, how it works. But in the end, that's super fucking fragile. You got all these low leadership fuckwits. And I think it's going to be really difficult to fucking win a game decently. You might pull out like a couple two or three hundred point wins. But you're not going to like win games solid, wipe the fucking table with people. Because a good chunk of your army is wrapped up in points that, that are really just there to throw the fuck away. Is that your goal? To wipe the table. No, but my goal is to feel like I won the game at the end. All right. So we're going back to those three Razor Gore chariots, I think. <laughs> and we're going to get there. All right. So I feel like if I would have taken all these Warhounds and I was, you know, loading up on fucking cheap shit that's just intended to fucking throw away, I'm just setting myself up For to win. fucking not win a game. You're setting yourself up. Oh, look, now I got four units that are garbage. Bullies. F- Who's a goddamn naughty animal? I bought a fucking vacuum, and there's a huge box down here, and the goddamn cat thinks it's a goddamn fucking... When you used to go to McDonald's as a little kid and climb in the big giant cheeseburger, that's what that is to him. (laughs) It's a fucking cat cheeseburger house. They don't have those anymore. So, like the second option, take another solid fucking fighty block, dude. So, the goal is, now I have another threat, something the opponent has to deal with. If I have four units of fucking warhounds and a bunch of other bullshit... They know, eh, 
I can pretty much just ignore that. From the from my perspective, I just ignore that shit. Charge it with whatever can charge it, ignore it. In terms of taking another fighter unit, my options are Gore, Bestagore, Senegore, Minotaur, or a Razagore herd. And as much as I wish I could take a proper size Razagore herd. That'd be badass. Like I don't have okay. yeah. shit other painted other than Senegore or Minotaur. Yeah. Think about like a eight eight strong unit of Razorgore, dude. Fifty mil bases, beefy as fuck. Top Keep your general by him though. Like that's your only goal yeah, in that game. More leadership, not a lot of attacks. No armor, but decent toughness. No, they get they're T five. Three attacks each. Strength six on the charge. Toughness five. Three wounds each. Keep your general right by that unit. Mm-hmm. Keep them right by your general's unit. Those dudes would be solid. Monstrous, monstrous beast. So move seven with a Swiss stride. That's pretty. That's really good. But that's like the downside of having spent three or four hours converting every single fucking razor gore. If I Send want a couple dragon ogres, dude. Mm, yeah, I got fucking four of them painted, but. Four they don't flow back. Doesn't look cool. They pushing the four razor gore up front. That's not my fucking style, bro. Make more four, four pig eyes, four pigs. <laughs> four more of those greasy like <laughs> yeah. Popeyes. I'm done with it. So really, the only I'm thing it left me, <laughs> I could do fucking Senegore or I could do fucking Minotaur. But when Eighth landed, and for the first few years before I flopped over to the Chaff game, I was fucking rocking a big block of either ten or twelve Senegore. And while well, their leader seven, they fucking hit like a ton of bricks. I don't think they get enough respect for how tough they hit, but they're super fucking fragile. Tough, overpriced. Well, yeah. Well, twenty five points a pop. Mean four plus armor, but two attacks, strength five on the charge, weapon skill four, top four. But the fact is, they just die way too easy. They never fucking accomplish shit. So I end up this time going with the fucking Minotaur nice. out of all these options. Nice. So. Like I said, I got a unit that I don't have to fucking expose any of what I got going on for the Bullogers. Minotaurs are pretty shit because they end up being 59 points a pop with the second hand weapon. Worth every <laughs> penny. Number one, they're overpriced. Number two, they have terrible fucking rules. We only overrun a D6, bro. That's they pursue a D6, too. Los dos. So that's is, both. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is a pretty big downside. It's fucking awful. So now every time you charge these bros, you have to consider, well, I better have charged something else in there or they're not going to... F- or or you string out all your harpies in like two straight lines all the way yeah. to the board edge so your opponent automatically flees off the board. That. I've thought you, about that, Sitch. You can't fucking catch anything, dude. And on paper, they seem awesome. Like They seem hard-hitting and cool and shit, so... That was my uh, that was my best option out of that choice. So, third option, <laughs> fucking monster mash, dude. I could do four Razorgore chariots. I could do a jabber, a gorgon, a giant. I could do any of this shit. And you know what? It's mildly intriguing. Are you doing the Minos? Oh, what do you got? Are you doing the Minos? Well, we're gonna get to that at the end of this whole spiel, buddy. I thought you said. Well, let's talk about monsters for a second. <laughs> so, monster mash. Like I said, I could do fucking four Razorgore Chariots, a Javasloy. Three Razorgore Chariots. I could do four. You have four, but the rules only let you take three. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I could do, like, solo Razorgore as well, so I could mix a match Not between... Like a chariot pulled by nothing. <laughs> we, we ran out of Razorgore Chariots. <laughs> BRB says so. <laughs> that's, a tough score. that's just a tough score. 
But like Giant, Gorgon, Jabberslith, and I do like the Jabberslith just for his fucking mobility. That dude could get around and fuck with shit. He's mobile. He's shooting out that <laughs> slithy tongue this way. He's and got that, that weird spray screaming against uh, like leadership rule. Three out of a ten opponents will be but affected by it. This is the fucking three thousand point no comp tournament. So anybody that can take two fucking cannons has two fucking cannons. Because someone who can take three cannons. Yeah. Turns out now you got three fucking cannons. <laughs> so n- not only is it like these bros can fucking lay waste to your shit, potentially three big monsters a turn. So turn one, my jabber, my gorgon dies, and then <laughs> one of my Rizgor chariots. That's Almost is a fucking third of my army. It's, it's too much to risk. It's too much it's on the play. Plus, my play style doesn't fucking lend itself to having all these big, weird fucking monsters. My, if I could play the game how I wanted to, it would be fucking big blocks of infantry. <laughs> lots of models. Lots of bros. Fuck. Fucking bros. The only reason I'm saying lots bros is because I'm drunk. But yeah, lots of models. Lots of hooves on the table. Lots of shit going on. So... Um, Decided not to take the fucking on the ground. monster mash fucking bullshit. So of these three choices then, after and I fucking probably made like six army lists. Went through it all. You went with the Razor Chariots. <laughs> End up going with the fucking Minotaur, dude. So first build I had was eight Minotaur and then pretty much the usual build, but like a Doom Bowl. What's the hero? Gorbal. Gorbal. After, like, talking to people on fucking Twitter, that kind of shit, I ended up going with seven Minotaur plus, like, a kitted Gorbal. Nice. Well, it's kind of a liability, though. It makes those dudes fucking frenzied, so pretty much now I need good. three or four chaff units to babysit the fucking Minotaur wherever they go. That's where those Warhounds come in, dude. Well, I don't got any Warhounds. <laughs> you got 20, dude. I got 20 painted. I got zero in the list. One unit of um, 30. You're going to have to paint 10 more Warhounds. Put the Gorbel in there. Gives them frenzy. They're all move seven or six. They go in. They kick ass. That's not bad. That's better than sticking them with the Ungor. Because if you stick them with the Ungor, they lose Primal Fury. Because if you have, like, Slaughterer's Call, you lose Primal Fury. A little bit of You know why? Dude... Because Ungor would be way too powerful if they kept Primal Fury after you stuck a Gorbel in there. If you put... Frenzied Bastigor? Yeah. Plus one attack. Stupid, because you lose Primal Fury, and Primal Fury is fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Way better. That's why you never see fucking Gorbels. Except at Screw City. (laughs) So I'm going to have a fucking unit of seven Minotaur with a Gorbel. Probably not going to do well in the tournament. But I got the... Well... What that means is you gotta fucking babysit these fucking Minotaurs. So whenever you charge them, you have to send either a solo Razor or a Chariot in there with them, just in case you break whoever you're fighting. You can actually catch them. You have to either keep your general and BSB there so you can reroll those goddamn miserable frenzy checks, or fucking yeah, well just fucking let them go. But make sure you got a couple units of harpies to protect their flanks if they're gonna overrun or get caught out. It's a lot of stuff. You know you're not going to break it on the first or the second turn. So you can put them in, grind them down, get those free extra attacks, and just beat the shit out of stuff. Yeah, the Minotaur could get glorious if... Because they start with... With the Frenzy, two hand weapons, that's five strength, five attacks per bro. How much is the hand weapons? It's an extra four points. I might just give them 
Seven without. It's 28 extra points, dude. That's get a unit of Warhounds. War <laughs> 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 you fucking bitch. I knew you were fucking driving there. You know where I was driving this, <laughs> But either way, it'll be interesting to try it. When I fucking okay. sober up, I'll give a fucking shout out to the dude on Twitter who gave me the head. <laughs> I'm sure you would have figured it out eventually. Well, I don't know, man. Minotaur are way too overappointed to ever be fucking sensible, dude. Yeah, just compared. Compare them like, to uh, an Iron Gut, a fucking... Yeah, Iron Gut, like a Monster's Cap. Because they're like in the 60s, aren't they, with the equipment? Minotaur? Or... Yeah, Minos. Nah, like 59. So 59 points for move 6, leader 7, weapon skill 4, strength T4. 5 is where it happens, but T4. T4, 3 wounds. Yeah. Essentially no save. So yeah, no save. Well, well, yeah. I don't give away my secrets, Something but... for that amount of points, they really should have a save. That's kind of like a bullshit, but... I feel like if we get a... Bologers. Why are they fucking making a Dark Elf book when they should be making a Beastman book? <laughs> Beastman. We talked about the fucking Dwarf book like last time we got together. And the way they've been pumping books out, now's the time to be a fantasy playing motherfucker, dude. I guess technically it is. If Dwarfs come out, I, my ass is going to be so fucking thoroughly chapped. Well, it turns out I have, if you follow me on Twitter... <laughs> 226 painted dwarf models. Okay. So if dwarfs happen, dude, I could easily fucking rock a whole fucking dwarf army. Probably paint whatever well, interesting new shit comes on. out. What but. you have is not going to be good. The good stuff is going to be the new <laughs> dwarf golems and the zeppelins and the blimps and the war machines that you don't have. The chariot slash war machine that is coming out. You think dwarves are going to get that, huh? Well, everybody else is. New th they know nobody has that model, so you might as well buy it. So we're definitely going to sell them. Yeah. Well, maybe. But regardless, if I could... Let's say Bulogars will be done by Northstar. That's early November. I got mm, three or four models to paint after that for Bulogars to make 2,400 points. And then, like, in even during the painting of that, like, wide open on the Ortonian stuff. And w with a fucking prayer to the lady in my heart that a Bretonian book comes out sometime in between then and there. But I saw some Wood Elf rumors, actually, mm, on the Twitter feed. I don't know if they're legit. Well, know. it would be kind of cool because they did release the other two fucking elves this year. Yeah, it looks like the rules are similar. So just given that, it looks pretty exciting. I don't know. I feel like the the Dark right. Elves did pretty well. Yeah. And uh, High Elves did pretty mediocre fucking decent. middle of the road. They're not shit, but they're not solid. They're just contemplating. That might be pretty fun. Have a new book. Yeah, I've been thinking about, like, all right, Ogres, almost done. Working on Bretonians, but that's, like, long-term fucking mm -hmm. three-, four-year goal. What What else? What do I want to work on? I need, a, I need a second focus. The only thing that comes to mind right now is Warriors. Really? Yeah. And, I don't know, Chaos Warrior models, pretty fucking boring, dude. Just the plastic regular dudes. Yeah, yeah pretty fucking boring. Well, you don't have to take them, dude. 
Nah, but I like to do yeah. infantry heavy armies. You already got the warhounds done. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just fucking paint the sides of the base a different color. <laughs> boom and fucking boom. Warhounds, marauder horse, chariots. I do have chariots. five marauder horsemen sitting there, <laughs> half painted, base coated. Badass motherfucking models. Yeah, they're, they're the horses and the fucking riders. Pretty fucking solid. They did it right in that regard. Hmm. I got a fucking interesting Pure Hammer story. All right, lay it on me. So, like, we did Pure Hammer. Whatever. I'm fucking driving home, like, through Kenosha. I see fucking Kenny, you know, East Coast Kenny. He drives a little, like, mini. I don't know if you met Kenny. He was at Bits and shit. Like, I I hung out with him and ate at Bits and all that, but... I see, like, he's rocking this little mini and shit, so... See him fucking, whatever, like at the stoplight next or in front of me, whatever. Like, eh, it's fucking Kenny. So we end up like racing down the highway together. <laughs> and then, whatever. Of course, I fucking drank like eight cups of water. So I had to piss a ton. So the third time I had to pee, I get over by, I'm over by Madison. Stop at the fucking wayside. And like, there's Kenny with his hood up. <laughs> Dude had fucking smoked a raccoon <laughs> in his fucking mini. <laughs> He's like, dude, check this shit out. Look up under his car. This raccoon had gone like up in his car, raped his grill. There was like, a huge, like, fat raccoon imprint in his fucking <laughs> radiator. <laughs> this whole thing is fucked. Like, there's liquids leaking out of his car. And he's like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's in there getting me some water. And it, he's like, I'm like, all right. So I walked it down. I'm like, I really got to piss. So I go to piss. And this dude's coming out with like a gallon, like a big, huge plastic gallon whiskey jug. <laughs> but it's full of water <laughs> to pour into Kenny's car. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, shit, man. Interesting. And I was supposed to fucking go right by Madison to pick up a door from my apartment building that I found on Craigslist. <laughs> 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 I'd give you a ride, but... I gotta fit a fucking giant <laughs> door in my door. car right now, plus all my models and shit. He's like, nah, it's cool, dude. I gotta worry about my car or whatever. So I'm like, holy shit. I fucking never seen like a car get raped by a raccoon like that. Must have been a real beast. Could happen on any road trip. Here in Wisco. <laughs> We're sacrificing our lives, our cars, a very livelihood. <laughs> What if you couldn't deliver that door to your apartment? Well, when I finally did pick it up, it was too fucking big. I ended up just taking the old door off and painting, priming and painting it. So if anybody needs a standard size 80-inch steel 36-wide exterior door, I got you covered. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. It was fucking weird, though. Like, I get there, and I see Kenny's car with the hood up. Like, ah, oh, it's fucking Kenny, dude. Somehow he had picked up a woman. So at some point during all the times I pissed... He had, like, stopped somewhere, picked up his girl. <laughs> was, like, going back to Madison. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a break, buddy. Never see the light 
All right. Let's do shit, buddy. What do you got? You got something for me? Did you check out that link I sent you? Actually, I did. The link of the future. The part that stuck with me. The future of this hobby, John. The most. What? Was the settler's sheep piece. <laughs> did you see that? Did you not see it? No, I didn't see it. It was that. like a... Why would I spend my time looking at that? <laughs> what was... could be looking at fake drop pods. What was the link? Another. It's shapeways.com. All right. So check out shapeways.com. Shapeways.com is a website where... They do 3D, 3D printing. ...modelers <laughs> upload prints that they designed and if you want to print them you go to the website and shapeways will do a 3d print and then they get a little money (laughs) if you play settlers of Catan, you should definitely look into the fucking uh, Catan (laughs) underscore sheep underscore hexagon (laughs) not to be officially endorsed by whomever the fuck made Settlers of Catan, but it's pretty much the awesomest Settlers of Catan yeah. <laughs> game board piece you're ever going to see in your so life. So, Shapeways, it's like independent modelers mm. upload these designs, and if people are interested, like, you can get the models that are done. You so can, they're pretty expensive, right now, though. It's not cheap. It's, yeah, I see like a... Well, it's I see like a miniature scale battleship HMS Vanguard. It's thirteen bucks. Yeah, That's cheap. A you one know how big that is. One hundred forty four scale Docker Fokker D seven one piece <laughs> nine bucks. Cuboids. So the website is it's a really interesting mix because it's like weird little crafts for <laughs> old people and then weird little <laughs> games and then like actual miniatures bits intended to go with stuff wacky dice yeah weird little dice and everything so i don't know what did you think looking at that do you think (laughs) i was deeply intrigued and a little like nervous and scared just based on how much effort i put into the sculpting Uh and making a shit dude well i ordered some models off here i saw on here which ones buddy i ordered for my junkyard robots. Yeah, I was looking for a couple junkyard dogs, robo dogs, to patrol my robo junkyard. <laughs> and there's so in Necromunda. Yeah, there's like the Adeptus Arbitus. There's like little robo dogs. Yeah, and then I found a few from some various manufacturers, but like that Adeptus Arbitus dog. On eBay, it was like 30 or 40 bucks. (laughs) So I wasn't into that. So the cheapest option I found actually was on Shapeways was this guy was selling these little robo dogs. (laughs) And he had um, like these robot dogs and then these like gangers he was selling. Yeah. That looked (laughs) just like Orlocks. It's basically. Okay, so you're looking at the robot, robot. <laughs> law enforcement dogs two pack I purchased for eleven fifty. <laughs> so what do you think looking at that? Mm, I think they're kind of shit. <laughs> Did you get them yet? Yeah, I got them here. You got them in your pocket. I got them. You're killing me. Let me see them because these I got they just one. look really big and clunky and weird. Well, we're looking at the the modeling. Do you think that scale would work out? 
I don't know. You can't tell skill on this website. That's one of the downsides. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, but I'm like, give you. Mm, all right. I got one Robo Dog that's printed out how it looks, and then I got one that was primed, so uh. you can see the details. So I'm <laughs> Uh-oh. Take a look at the Robo Dogs, the robot law enforcement. Dogs. <laughs> well, they're fucking perfect size, dude. Yeah, doesn't the detail? Dude, they are super fucking detailed. 3D, yeah, 3D printing yeah. models. It's here. Wow. It's real. Look at those. Yeah, the fucking detail is 100% fucking solid, dude. I use it as the episode cover. All the little rivets, like the fucking teeth are super small and super fucking yeah, sharp. Yeah, the little teeth. The only thing is like on the underside, you can see like the laser burns. Uh, some of, etching, yeah. Some like... So I don't know if that's like the cut of it or, but yeah, I didn't know what to expect because <laughs> I had looked at this like five or seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, but look, dude. like the technology, like it's a perfect. Those will work awesome, TV. dude. It's wow. like smaller than twenty-eight scale. It's like twenty-five millimeter scale or even smaller than that. They're really fine detail, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like the whole from like tail to nose, the dog is like an inch and a half. Super small, but super fucking detailed. That's really solid, dude. <laughs> okay. Like, look at... Um, you can see... <laughs> the guy who back. made these is not Norm. Look at these gang war models. <laughs> made. Stealth gang. You might be seeing some Reichland ogres out here for a second. <laughs> so... Have you ordered any of these? No, but... I mean, looking at the quality of the dogs, like, look at... Let's look at the stealth ladies. <laughs> this guy's basically made, like, a ton of Necromunda gangs, and, I mean, they're not even... I mean, you could just use them for anything, but <laughs> you have to assume the quality is there. This Those are probably 20 fucking... What's a standard round base? 25, 25 or is it 20? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so that, probably that picture of the Stealth Ladies Revolvers looks like actual models that he printed out and primed. But, yeah, isn't that <laughs> If they're amazing? as good as what you got there, yeah, they're fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Looks like they kick him out on one fucking essentially yeah, these a sprue. Guys came on sp- like a little two sprue. So these robot law enforcement dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted some junkyard robot dogs. I'll probably convert these for the robots, but yeah, this guy not Norm. These are some fucking legitimate <laughs> twenty millimeter scale models. Three for seventeen bucks. Which for, well, if you're gonna build a gang, a little pricey, but for like a gang or a skirmish gang. He's got like these weird. He's got. He like repeats a lot of the models, but they just have different weapon options. Um, but clearly, this dude intends them for Nekamurda because those yeah. are definitely little bolters and shit. So this is like the next thing is where we'll illegally download these 3D blueprints <laughs> and just and then print them off. You'll at home. buy that that the 3D printer. You'll print off. <laughs> hey man, can you burn me a copy of that robot dog? I'll send you the blueprints. Just like what I'm seeing on the website versus the actual robot dogs, insane. Because, I mean, yeah. like the website, they just look like computer graphic pictures of robot dogs. But in person, they're fucking super solid. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can find on Shapeways, there's actually, I'm assuming 40K players must know about it. Because it looks like there's tons of 40K weapons and armor plates and drop pods and everything that would be compliant for that big especially the big clunky 
Space Marine type stuff. Yeah. Oh, that has to be super easy. That has to be, yeah. When the technology wasn't as good a couple years ago, they could still print that out easily. Where now they're just being able to do the organic stuff. The details and the intricacy of some of the shit is insane. Mm -hmm. And I looked at some of those 3D printers, dude. If I could drop like 10 grand to get something like this going, fuck, I'd start this website, dude. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking super cool. But, yeah, jewelry, anything, shapeways.com. Check it out. It's fun just to look on there and see. Because they like, they're look like there's a ton of terrain options and everything else. Naughty! Hey! Get out of here! Fucking cat. Want me to stick the robo-law enforcement dogs <laughs> on him? <laughs> Do it, dog. All right, man, let's fucking call this shit, dude. All right. I mean, we got, I got fucking too drunk too early. It's already fucking late. Let's talk about uh, contact to hold up. You can contact us at pointhammered at gmail.com. If you're a fucking dipshit, you want to waste a part of your life that you could definitely use to be doing something better, you can look us up on Facebook. You can call us on our voicemail line. I encourage all of you to fucking plug it into your phone right now. 601-879-4728. That's 601-TRY-HPBV. Because that shit's contagious as a motherfucker, dude. That's crazy. You get fucking drunk? You taking a fucking shit at the bar? Give us a ring, dude. <laughs> Let us hear the farts. Shit ring. Make a fucking joke, dude. We got uh, shirts. There's a couple of each size left, man. Shirts. I feel bad because I got fucking raped on postage, dude. I mailed out all the shirts. So if you ordered a shirt, you should have had it by now. And if you don't, uh, send me in a letter. I'll check your name was on the list or not, and then I'll double check that you actually paid through the Raj. But everybody that paid for shirts should have shirts now. Nine dollars and fifteen cents to mail a goddamn T-shirt to Canada. Oh, twelve. Oh, I raped those fuckers on eBay. Twelve seventy-five to mail a T-shirt to the UK, dude. Twelve fucking seventy-five, dude. So we probably lost money because. Anybody that had a double X or a triple X, they charged me three bucks more for a shirt. <laughs> for the extra material. And if you were far away, they like we t- I was charging three bucks postage. To the US it's like three fifty, three eighty, whatever. And I was charging like meh, three bucks postage. Figuring if we lose a buck, whatever, who cares? But we you know, in the end, a buck or two clean per shirt. Guaranteed loss of money. <laughs> And everything that went out, dude, because, well, whatever, it's cool, man. It's not about making money because we do this shit for free and get fucked. But, yeah, so we're going to have to jack up the postage range on the website. So if you didn't get in in the initial buy, get fucked. <laughs> You're paying the fucking current valid known price, motherfucker. So. But we do got cool fucking shirts, dude. I wore it out. The whole time I wore it out, dude, I couldn't even fucking, there's so much fucking pussy. Just like... <laughs> I was like a fucking pussy magnet, dude. It was like I had to brush the pussy off the shirt just to get in my car. <laughs> it was fucking everywhere. It was insane. It was fucking nuts, man. You wear this shirt, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking nuts, dude. You don't even fucking believe it. It's you be rushing pubes off your elbow. You're like a fucking millionaire, like fit, fucking super kind of dude that actually should have that kind of treatment, but. You're a fucking gamer, dude. <laughs> you got, so you can't expect oh, that normally. Nah, but, not normally. But you put on a fucking point hammer shirt. Holy fucking shit, dude. 
UFC magnet. It's insane. I would like to hear some of the stories from the people who've gotten their shirt and how yeah. it's changed their lives. If this also happened to you, you should definitely send us that tale. You should probably just call in in a voicemail, 601-879-4728, and tell us the fuck about it because it's going to be way better coming from you than coming from me because I'm a fucking retard. So, anyway, other than that, we got a handful of dice left. If you're looking for our dice... We got a couple red. Uh, I could probably squeeze out 20 white left. Shit's running out, and I'm not in a spot where I can invest a couple hundred bucks into that shit again. So, tanks running dry, kids. Other than that, check out uh, youmagnificentbastards.com. It's pretty much Johnny keeping that fucking blog alive. Everybody else disappeared. Updates. I do. I'm the last three posts, and I post like twice a month, so uh, it's pretty much my blog now. Check out my blog, www.youmagnificentbastards.com. We're going to get rid of that bastards and just call it bastard. Bastard. It's me. Check it out. I don't feel like I'm very magnificent, but once in a while, I shine. Hopefully, man. Yeah, if you don't want to ever get a response, go on our forum, pointamber.com slash forum. Very sparsely. Uh, I'm not. Monitored. I look at it a lot, but it's hard to type a big long response on a cell phone. So it's maybe mm. eh, once, twice a week. I Therein actually lies the rube. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I think that's all we got. I agree. I am going to start doing a fucking music podcast. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right. I'm trying to come up with a standard format. So if Roger wants to drop a music podcast in the Johnny Radio Network. Nah, I was thinking, well, for a while I was thinking Bastard Radio, and that might be end up, end up where it's going. I was trying to come up with something with Point Hammered, but like Point Radio or Hammered Radio or something like that. But or Hammered Point Radio, yeah. only some <laughs> combination of words. That made cool, awesome <laughs> sense, but I'm working on it. You'll hear it when it fucking comes up, if you're a fucking music dude. And if not, that's cool. Interesting. So, but yeah, I'll have a standard format. So when I do it, I'll let Raj get a fucking couple Metal Edge episodes in there. Because <laughs> that's not my angle, but cool. people seem to enjoy it. So. Yeah. All right, Very fuck it, man. Yeah, turns out. Sort of thing. Somehow they like that Somehow. shit. Somehow. All right. Suck my balls. I'll be.